Welcome to the Put Yourself First podcast. Inspiring conversations with badass women. Empowering you to make time for your personal goals and put yourself first. Hi everyone, today I am chatting all things periods with Christina. Christina is the founder of period campaign the monthly gift it's a manchester-based campaign donating sanitary products to food banks and charities in the manchester area period poverty is such a real issue not only for homeless women but for women needing access to food banks and other government support unfortunately period products are still seen as a luxury item rather than an absolute necessity for health and well-being so I cannot imagine the indignity that these women and girls go through and it's incredible that people like Christina are starting campaigns like the monthly gift tackling period poverty head-on. There are girls in the UK and I'm sure worldwide that are literally having to miss school because they can't afford the protection during their periods that is definitely not okay and I was pretty disgusted when I discovered that. So without further ado, here is Christina's story and here is how she got started with The Monthly Gift. Hi everyone and thank you so much to Christina for talking to me today. Hello. Say hi. (laughs) So for anyone outside of Manchester or anyone who might not know like what the monthly gift is I'd love you to tell us a bit more about it and how you got started. Okay so the monthly gift is a campaign so a community-based project and it's basically trying to combat period poverty um, in Manchester and now beyond as well. Um, so we've got donation box in Oklahoma in the northern quarter where people can donate tampons, sanitary pads, things like that. And then we send them to um, local charities and food banks that help people that are in need of those products. Um, it got started um, coming up to t- nearly three years ago now. Yeah, d- July 2015. Um, and it, it was kind of, when I was at uni, one of my friends was saying, um, oh, I thought you got all of those things on the NHS. And I was like, no, we don't get a little parcel every month. Like, have a good period. Lots of love, the NHS. Like, it's not, not quite worth And he was like, well, what do homeless people do or people who can't afford them then? And I was like, I couldn't answer him and I was like how have I never thought of this before like I have a period every month how has this not even like crossed my mind at all so it's just kind of the shock of it I was just like haven't have I not thought of that and then I was like well a lot of people would be just kind of as blind to it as I was and once I've kind of realized I was thinking well I want to do something about this like how do how do we try and change that and find out you know, how we can get these products to um, people who need them. Um, so it was designed to be just a week of raising awareness at first, just to try and make people have that light bulb moment. Um, and we were donating to one charity specifically that said, yeah, we'd really like um, donations of sanitary products. And then it's just kind of carried on ever since. That's amazing. <laughs> I think I'm the same in that I consider myself like, a feminist and I'm very interested in like women's issues and stuff but 
I was shocked that I it had never even crossed my mind the question and when I like discovered the massive issue of period poverty I was just like disgusted but also like I can't believe I've never even thought about this but just goes to show like how much of a taboo it is I guess yeah that's that's exactly it like it is you know you think to donate um food or clothes because it's common you know everybody talks about food and clothes and things like that but I think that is part of the problem the taboo is part of the problem yeah um one of the things I wanted to ask you about was why do you personally think that periods are still such a strong taboo because I feel like it's 2017 everyone is a a lot more like progressive and open to like talking about issues but periods are still a touchy subject for a lot of people yeah I'm the same you know I think it's 2017 how we're nearly 18 how how is this still an issue um and I think part of it is kind of you know because it always has been it's trying to break that taboo and, and change things so for example I'm guilty of it as well and I read an article a few weeks ago about when you go to the toilet at work and you should be tampon up your sleeve yeah uh, and and even and you know somebody who advocates against the period to do I found myself doing it and I, I was know. like, you, you, take, like you take your massive handbag or backpack to the toilet just for like one little tampon inside it just so yeah. you, no one sees it and then I'm thinking you know it's so in you know it's so ingrained in you that you don't even realize that you're doing it and so one of the things I really want to do with the campaign is try and break that taboo and one of the amazing things I've found with the campaign is the amount of young people that are supporting the campaign and young people that have you know charity projects at school or um, even feminist projects at school that you know 13, 14 and are really interested in these things and I just think it's incredible because you know I was in uni when I thought of setting this up and even then I was like oh I'd never thought of that and to know that younger people of you know 13 14 and younger are getting involved I think even though at the moment the taboo is so prominent I'm hopeful that in a few years you know as kind of society gets used to the fact that we need to stop thinking periods are such a taboo issue and even just the fact that the body form advert that's recently come out that shows red instead of that blue liquid stuff and that's fantastic but that's seen as progressive you know and it's like that's that's just normal and like good on body form for finally you know showing normality and not some blue stuff that nobody even knows i know i feel like women have been talking about the blue liquid for years yeah it's only just now that there's actual period blood even though it's not real period blood obviously in a campaign rather than that blue yeah. liquid and we're like yeah, yeah um, we've been we've been telling you about that for quite a while so yeah. just, yeah. I think it is changing I think like you say it's amazing that young women now have it's largely down to social media I think and access to like these like broader topics and issues and being able yeah. to educate yourself from a young age yeah it's also quite I think it's quite cool now to be like in the know about things which is amazing it's almost what were you gonna say (laughs) just thinking like because for me 
talking about periods and that kind of thing is just so normal but because because of the campaign and I think had I not got involved in the campaign and kind of you know had that conversation with that friend on that day and kind of hadn't things turned out as they have done you know I probably would have just been so oblivious to it still potentially and I think you know I'm quite in the know by now but is that because I surround myself with people who are interested in the campaign because you know that's how a lot of the people that I talked about these things I've connected with and so for me it just seems like you know the period to be has been smashed all around me and it's fantastic but then I think is this just my little bubble that I associate myself with so it's trying to kind of reach out of your bubble I guess and targeting those audiences yeah definitely so on that note like anyone who's listened to this and has like a light bulb moment and thinks oh my god I'd never even considered that period poverty could be a thing can you just tell us a bit more about like your experience and feedback so far with the campaign in terms of have you like spoke to the women affected by this like how has it been received basically because what I want to hopefully do with this podcast is you know raise awareness but also inspire people to go out and reach out to their local food banks because hopefully they can see from your experience that it makes such a huge difference to these women yeah it really does for me when I first set it up I was thinking how do I get these products to people without making them feel uncomfortable in any way you know about approaching them on the street when they might not have needed them that week and had to carry them around for three you know so I thought the best way to do it was to go via the food banks and charities route so usually um it's distributed via them but I have been to a drop-in centre and it's actually a healthcare clinic that do healthcare for the homeless and they wanted us to get involved because their nurses do outreach as well at refuges and various charities and things like that and they wanted to kind of make it clear that people can get sanitary products from there and also encourage them to come back and get other healthcare um, checks and facilities whilst accessing them. And so I went along to one of the drop-in sessions there and saw the products being handed out. And it was just, I can't explain it, it was just so, just seeing people's faces when they received them and uh, it was just so kind of heartwarming. And it's but frustrating at the same time because you think that's such a basic necessity and for that to be you know I'm struggling to articulate what I mean but um and the other one is recently I've been doing a bit of research into the food banks and charities across Manchester area and what types of products they'd like in terms of you know reusable products or sanitary pads tampons um that kind of thing and then at the bottom said you know I've asked them to tip whether they ordinarily give these things out, whether they give them out but they have to pay for them out of their own resources or whether they don't give them out because they don't have them. And a lot of them take either, we only give them out when we can, when we get donations or we pay for them ourselves. And so, you know, there's people who'll be wanting those donations but they just don't have them coming in. Or if we can donate, then they can use that money and resources that they normally use on those products for the other great work that they do and so it's hoped that although it of course is predominantly you know an issue for people who menstruate the charities a lot of them help you know all everybody and so not all of the people that help menstruate and so 
the hope is that it will have a knock-on effect as well in the other areas that they do by freeing up those resources. So I'd encourage people to, you know, get in touch with the local food bank, get in touch with the local homeless charity. Um, I've even been contacted by social housing associations, um, just a, a whole host of places that you wouldn't even, I didn't even initially think of, you know, in needing products like the, um, the medical practice that have homeless drop-ins. So kind of when I first set out, I was thinking, right, let's help homeless charities. And then you realise, oh, actually, you know, food banks need these and refugee charities and asylum charities. And there's so many people that, you know, are struggling for these types of donations. So I'd just say, you know, check out what's in your local area and give them a call, see what they need. And if you can, um, donate. And if you can't, just raise awareness of the fact that they need them. Yeah, that's amazing. And I think, like you were saying, it's such it's such a basic thing for us it's such a simple thing for us I think I've I wrote a blog post about the monthly gift as you would have seen and I said in that blog post it's like a gin and like the for the price of a gin and tonic like a girl can go to school for the week because she's got a pack of tampons that her family wouldn't have been able to afford otherwise yeah and it's it's such it's such a small thing to us but it makes a real difference and I think that's why it's so amazing what you're doing and I really hope that like anyone listening can just get involved in whatever way they can and with that being said um obviously if you're in the Manchester area or the northwest like it'd be amazing if you could support the monthly gift um you've talked a lot about what people can do in their local area but is there anything specific that you want to mention about the monthly gift any events or fundraisers or anything else you've got from him um if people are in manchester definitely swing by oklahoma where the physical donation point is um we've got an event coming up for international women's day but it's still in the planning process yeah and we will have um march March. yeah it's march yeah eighth i think it is yeah Um, which is going up in january so by the time this goes up you yeah well more like info on that info on it yeah um so it's still in planning stages but we're hoping to kind of um bring together all the different aspects of the campaign so um smashing the period to boo and having some artwork on that around um you know guest speakers that kind of thing so it's still in the planning stages um now but um keep an eye on the social media and stuff and it'll be on there and there'll be a lot more kind of um collab things coming up there's a quite a few people talking to doing you know they're already organizing events and where they're going to collect for us at their events and that kind of thing so definitely keeping an eye on your social media because there's just so many i'll just get random messages saying oh we're collecting for you at this event so and i'll share it so often i can't even predict what's coming what's coming up so just keeping an eye on the social media is the best way to keep in the know great and all of those links will be like plastered everywhere the show notes like my website and everything so definitely go and follow um let's just chat about periods now because I love talking about periods and we're both very interested in smashing the period taboo so what are your like period must-haves and period essentials to make your period happier well (laughs) 
I've recently been, you know, enlightened on the whole period app thing via speaking to people in the campaign, and I cannot believe I've not downloaded one until two months ago. It predicted to the day when my next period was, and I was like, this is fantastic because, you know, no surprises at work or anything like that, and you can put in your mood and how you're feeling, and it picks up on so many different bits and bobs you can put in, and I was just... Yeah, that is my new must-have. Um, I use Clue app, but there's plenty kind of different ones I've heard of. Yeah, I'm just, I can't believe I've never used it before. I'm feeling like I've missed out for many years. Yeah, I my contraception makes my period really dodgy at the moment, but before that, it was literally timed to the day because of the apps. It's so yeah. weird. It's incredible. I just don't know how literally to the day like i'm surprised it wasn't to the hour like it was was amazing i know it would wouldn't it you could get a notification like five minute warning it's coming (laughs) (laughs) so you're not like at the the gym or somewhere where you can't get to the loo straight away (laughs) yeah a little bit of warning would be nice wouldn't it yeah well the one that i wanted to share um is my moon because oh. that has seriously changed my life. I'm sure you've heard about like menstrual cups. Yeah. yeah. I would like to know more about them, to be honest, because I have a lot of people messaging saying, you know, would you like donations of menstrual cups? And that's kind of what prompted me to do the research into what the charities and food banks actually want in terms of products. And I think a lot of the people that they support either, you know, might not, not be too familiar with them or comfortable with them or you know don't want them or don't have access to cleaning facilities yeah um, that's one thing I was thinking about when I was yeah. thinking about because none of them replied saying yes to meant to reusable not yeah. not one um and you know I completely understand why people would say it you know it's better for the environment you can reuse them hence you're not needing them every month yeah. um but I think on a practical level just based on kind of the niche kind of area that we donate to um none of them have said that's what they want so we have donated them before but i think in future we'll probably you know if somebody says they want them of course we will but just play it by ear because i know some of the charities i just feel like there's no point getting them if if they're not going to get used out of them because that could have been something that they would get use out of but a lot of my friends have said really good things about the moon cup I love mine and I think there's there's a huge like education in that area that needs to happen anyway because yeah. like you say um they're only really like in the mainstream you, you don't you I would never have heard a friend like using one two years ago maybe even no. a year ago yeah, yeah I was gonna say only really the past year have I been like yeah. introduced so I think it's just it's a it's a part of breaking the taboo anyway because it's definitely more hands on than using yeah. like a tampon or a pad, um, but yeah, I think it's just because a lot of women just don't know about them. So yeah. when you don't know how to use something or what it is, you tend to just like stick to what you know, which is yeah, tough, which I totally understand and I totally understand the sanitary issue because, you know you need to have access to like yeah sink and everything but if you can use one um or you can give it a go especially if 
you do struggle with tampons in terms of like the comfortable side of things because yeah. I hate wearing tampons. Really? Yeah, I think they're horrible. <laughs> I feel like yeah. I've got an actual piece of cardboard inside me. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, not the cardboard. <laughs> yes, but like there's so many more kind of alternatives coming to light as well and I think that's great, you know, it's good that people have choices and options and I think, you know, at school when you learn about the different types of contraception, I think it should be a thing where you learn about the different types of sanitary products as well and, you know, get that kind of in there and give people a choice. But, yeah, it is. I do think it's definitely a good thing that all these things are coming to light more and being talked about more and getting more in the mainstream. And after kind of, you know, doing the campaign and speaking about this kind of thing, I was surprised at how many of my friends actually do use a moon cup because I hadn't really heard of it for that long really um but I do think they're a much more like up-and-coming alternative yeah and I think it's one of them things that if you try it and you love it like you tell everyone about it yeah I definitely did like (laughs) I should have been on commission from Moon Corp in the UK because I have converted so many friends to you send them this send them this video and see if they yeah yeah, I do love my moon cup. It's just so comfortable and it's so easy. It's just like, pop it in and then you can forget about it all day. Yeah, you don't that would be nice. You don't even have to think about it. Yeah. <laughs> so what, what else do you love? Like, what? let's talk about the not-so-great side of periods. Like, what do you have on hand? when Chocolate. you? Yeah. Chocolate, <laughs> and lots of chocolate. Like, uh, chocolate. Same. Yeah, that's nice. <laughs> that's my savior. Yeah, and I was gonna say hot water bottle as well. Yeah, it was really so funny good. actually. One um, uh, one of the ladies did me a um, illustration of a period survival kit, and it had like a water bottle and different bits in. And somebody commented on it saying, where's a glass of wine? And I thought, you know what? That is, yeah, and it was just funny because you think, I would think chocolate, whereas she's thinking glass of wine. And it's kind of funny to hear different yeah. people's like, go-to. No, like, it's, I feel up. like it's the time of the month to just indulge yourself. And do oh, what, yeah, treat yourself. Like, do whatever is going to make you feel better because sometimes you can feel like shit. You yeah. just like want to curl up in a ball and not leave the house. So if I have like a chocolate bar to look forward to at the end of the day, then that chocolate bar is going to get me through the day. Yeah, yeah, me <laughs> too. Sad, but yeah, it's true. chocolate dotted around the room. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, cool. So moving on to the last section, this is like the quick fire round that I ask every guest that comes on the podcast and the number one question which we've already touched on is um what are your non-negotiable self-care rituals that you always go to when you need a bit of tlc whether you're on your period whether you're tired busy stressed or you've just had a long day and want to chill out mine apart from the ones i've already mentioned it's just a relaxing bath just love bath and I sound like such a granny, but Coronation Street in the bath. <laughs> and I'm happy. That's that's me. That's like downtime, me time, just having a soak, having a relax. I think it's important to make that time to... Because when you're so busy, it's easy to just not have the me time and, you know, rush around. And I think 
taking that kind of hour out for yourself is really important yeah definitely do you like prop your what do you watch Cory on like your ipad or something? my ipad yeah because yeah. i take my macbook into the bathroom and prop this oh. i prop it up like on the loo Oh, I was gonna, yeah, that's where I put my iPad. Yeah. The, yeah. So it's like <laughs> the perfect position when I'm lying in the bath to watch. Yeah, it's good. I love watch like Netflix or something. Yeah. 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 That's my go-to as well. Love a good bath. What's challenging you to leave your comfort zone and grow recently? Whether that be like something personal or something with the monthly gift. Um, I think I've got a bit of it on both sides at the minute because and because I'm obviously work full-time and the monthly gift is um kind of a volunteer project and because it's got so much um it's been so well received which is incredible but trying to balance that and kind of work and juggle all the messages and that kind of thing so that's kind of but seeing seeing the outcome at the end of it like that's my motivation like at work when you know your client's happy or you've helped them with whatever it is it comes to you about and you know you know that they're happy and then when you drop off the donations and the, the charity is like thank you so much and that's that just keeps me that's my you know motivation that I would not have it any I mean it's hectic but I wouldn't have it any other way that those just like little moments are really special and that's kind of my what they call it like the fire in your tummy yeah yeah you've yeah. got I feel like you've got to have that why behind what you're doing oh yeah because otherwise you just end up being complacent and I think you're a prime example of someone who like you're clearly very very busy but mm. you keep it all going because what you're doing is making such a huge positive impact yeah yeah definitely and I'm so lucky to have like the girls um that have kind of helped me with it and joined the team now we've got a bit of a group together and that's just going to make things you know even bigger bigger and better and I'm really kind of excited for that kind of you know, the campaign is what it is now after, you know, a few years of just kind of doing it alongside work and studying and everything else. And to now have a team together that we're all working and studying and doing different things. But, you know, to see how it's come to today and to see where it could be with, with other people as well. Um, yeah, that's kind of very exciting to keep me kind of going for the year. Yeah, yeah. awesome. Um, with that being said, what are your like 2018 goals for the monthly gift, or is it? I know you said you've got the international women's thing coming up, but is there anything else like big that you can tell us about that you're really planning to do next year or this year by the time this podcast goes up? Yes, but I can't tell you. Yeah. Just... <laughs> but there's something going on. That it's been quite difficult to um, orchestrate, should we say? Um, but there could be a big announcement, and I'm hoping to have it sorted before July, which will be the third anniversary of the project. Um, but I probably shouldn't have said that just in case it doesn't happen by then. <laughs> um, but just keep an eye out around that time. There might be there might be a little something for your ears. Yeah. So something bigger is coming. Yeah, but I can't, I can, there's no way I can give you a hint without telling you exactly what it is. Like it, it's just, uh, yeah, I can't. I can't even give you a clue. I'm sorry. 
<laughs> no, it's okay. It's exciting. I love the cover. I'm really looking forward to seeing like how the campaign grows, considering like how much impact you've had so far. It's only going to get like bigger and better from here. Yeah, I'm so excited. So, where can people go to follow the monthly gift? Um, so we're on Facebook, um, Instagram, and Twitter, and it's at monthly gift MCR. Um, also, people are welcome to email me, which is the monthly gift at outlook.co.uk. Um, trying to think of running and Oklahoma, um, that's our donation point is. We've also got a GoFundMe page, which has links on all of social media. Um, and if people are kind of beyond Manchester or um, are donat- even donating at Oklahoma, it's great to be tagged in pictures of the donations because often we'll get these massive donations into Oklahoma and we'll have no idea who you know, where they've come from or who they are. And it's nice to be able to say thank you. So, um, yeah, tag, get on the social media and tag us in anything peerage-related, any articles, anything that's kind of campaign-related, get in touch. Amazing, yeah. So anyone can get involved, anyone who's willing to get involved, every little helps. And people can email you if they want to set up, like, fundraisers and don't like collections within their workplace or yeah definitely yeah Yeah, i'll even um if for example you know because i get a lot of inquiries from people away from manchester and i'll always say to them you know there's no point as much as we love the donations posting to hear from say birmingham they might as well contact their local charity do a collection at work and donate to their local charity and tell the friends to as well and then we can have a wider impact kind of everywhere and everyone's helping their local community kind of thing so um yeah people can get in touch or if they just want to kind of do a period party or like a fundraising event in their office um and contact a charity and just tag us in you know just tag us on facebook or instagram or twitter to say we've done this thanks for the information or whatever it might be you know they don't have to come via us or to us as long as they benefit somebody somewhere yeah amazing it's just about raising awareness isn't it and smashing yeah, that yeah. period poverty taboo because more yeah. people need to know about it mm-hmm. thank you so much for talking to me i'm really yeah, inspired you. by um, what you do and i hope everyone else listening and watching is as well thank you thank you for having me and for giving me the opportunity to spread the word i do appreciate it you are welcome and thanks for listening and watching everyone i'll see you soon so i really hope today's episode has inspired you guys to get out there and make a difference raise awareness of period poverty and get involved in your local community of course if you're in the manchester area support the monthly gift But if not, please support your local communities, any charities, food banks and other organisations trying to tackle this issue. And be sure to tag the monthly gift on social media in all of your fundraisers and donation collections and anything else you can come up with. So I hope today's episode has inspired you to really get involved. It's such a simple, small thing to us, a pack of tampons, but it can really, really make a difference in someone's life. So I hope you can get involved even in a small way. All the show notes for this episode will be on cathorrocks.com forward slash podcast. So be sure to show the monthly gift some love on social media. I hope you enjoyed a slightly different topic today. It 
aligns so well with my personal values. I feel like every every single woman deserves to feel her best and put herself first and be looked after to raise awareness of this issue and hopefully inspire some people that to know that they can make a difference and to get involved is incredible. Let me know your feedback from this episode. You can reach out to me on social media at cat underscore horrocks or you can email me directly at contact at cathorrocks.com. Please be sure to subscribe to the podcast. We're on iTunes, SoundCloud, and I'd love if you could leave a rating and review for us on iTunes as well. That really helps out the podcast. It really helps the podcast reach more people. Thank you so much for your support. Check back every Monday for a new interview and every Friday for a short solo episode from me, and I will see you soon. Bye.